Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello, I'm Ian. I'm Mad Tech, and I have a small YouTube channel in the UK. Thanks, thanks for making it, Ian. It's a pleasure, gents. Oh, we can get an interesting viewpoint. This isn't the one you normally film from. We've got the the interesting view with all the bits and pieces dotted around here as well, haven't we? This is the viewpoint of I need to run up and turn everything on <laughs> because uh, I ha- I've been away most of this week. I so um I haven't been I haven't haven't actually been in here. I, I literally this is probably the first time I've been in here. So yeah, you've got the not the junk corner, but the corner where. Flame wheels, I think. The work in progress corner. It is that. To be honest, it is. The wing is up there, which I've got to get off my... I need to get off my arse and fix that because I haven't finished it. Um, There is a flame wheel. The rover's there. Yeah, that's sort of my... It's not my junk corner. There's even a... Remember the TBS Discovery, the the big one. It's hanging Mm. in the back with RC Timer 800 arms. Absolute monster. It's got DJI... um, The very old... Big propulsion set on it, so it it's ridiculously um, overpowered. Um, it's nice. got the same propulsion spec that was on the, the Inspire One. So I used to fly it. Shift, man. Six. Oh, it, I never really got it to behave because no flight controller. Could, it was just overpowered. Everything mm-hmm. I did was overpowered with it. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's that's that's. I'd love to say that's where the magic happens, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's where it's where the magic the, always comes to the other side. I'm, I'm a bit of a micro fan myself. I see a few micros lurking over your other shoulder. There is. There's, there's always. What have we got behind me here? We've got. I've got the. I've started to get into, as everyone oh, is. Wow. I've I've started to get into whoops because, well, I live in Wales, and as as you guys Whoop know, the weather's Wales. never great. I'm right down the bottom end, so I'm in Pembrokeshire, right down the real ah, bottom end, mil- milking banks kind of yeah. land. It's mm. um, so you know, it's either wet, windy, or wet and windy. That that is the three choices. That's the three, the three you got. <laughs> it's uh, we get sun once once a year. That that that's about it. Oh my god! It's a, yeah, there's, there's that. There's something I don't know. Curry might and remember these. And, and, and look, first of all, I want to say it's a massive privilege to to be on something with Curry Kitchen. Like massive fan of the work. Curry of, Kitchen. Um, curry, curry Kitchen. A kitchen. Sorry. Curry kitchen. Curry kitchen. I prefer Curry Kitchen. Right. He's a better channel. If I'm it honest, it does have a ring to it, doesn't it? It it does sound like it's something my taste buds are starting to <laughs> like. Mm, curry Kitchen. That sounds mm, like a good thing. Mm. I'd watch that. Cooking with order. Curry. For anyone who remembers the Headplay HD, this was the pinnacle of FPV, gentlemen, in the day. Oh, the tumour. 
the, when people the, talk about being face bleached by a toaster, that's what they're thinking about. <laughs> that, that's that's yeah. These kids fly FPV these days. They complain, "Am I going to buy orcas or my OLED goggles?" No, 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 no. This is where it was at in the day. Look at the, look at the length of that. Sh- it's, that's look not a comment I hear very often gonna, in relation to look at the leverage that's going to put on your head. I mean, wow. That's, it's a. It's a I, I it, haven't. It, it feels like I should get my really old goggles down. Please hold. <laughs> I, I haven't a seen a pair screen, of... isn't it? Cantilevered off your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, wow. it, it, Look, it's the only thing that's seven inches around me. But then again, we'll leave that there. But uh, no one's yeah, for you, mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 it was a good. Oh, look at them. Nice. This was oh, this was a really popular video goggles. back in the day. No, these yeah. these were made by FlyingWings.co.uk. And um, what it was, it, he basically cut the, the foam and you bought a five-inch display off uh, eBay and you put your... In there, there's a little thing for your uh, Fresnel, Fresnel lens. Fresnel lens. And I've got a, a, an old pair ski of ski goggles. goggles Oakley as well, to them. legit. And there's, there's um, Velcro here and you stick one of your big external receivers on and you plug it in with your thing and it weighs about six tonnes. But you could build it for twenty quid, all in, which is nice. pretty good going back in the day. That's the when FPV is actually was okay. Really cheap as well. You know the problem with FPV now is it, it's funny. You know, it reminds me of, of fishing in some ways. And whilst this is a completely the 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 mad aspect of my team, I, I'm on most forums I'm known as mad angler, and, and the reason for that was I was a massive carp fisherman. Did it for since I was. The ten on my own and, and travelled some parts of the world doing it, and um, it, fishing got like FPV in some ways. It all started off where we were using cheap, horrible gear, and everything was crap. And then over time, the gear got better and more expensive. And FPV's getting that way now. For anyone who's like sort of big into fishing, there was this the bling period of fishing where everything became stainless steel, and you had rods with stainless steel real seats. And I'm, I'm waiting for. The FPV it's all carbon quads. now, isn't it? It's all carbon. And then I'm waiting for it with FPV quads where we start having the bling, you know. Not only have I got a five-inch, i got a five-inch with bling on the bottom of it as well, you know. Yeah, well, you've got the rooster, like the that. titanium and all that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty blingy, like titanium. If you look at Nazgul's latest series, um, because the price of electronics shot up, yeah. they tried to balance this out by just running a bunch of uh, light channels down the side of the quad. And putting LEDs on it, the Evoke, yes, which is just like a, a a cheap hatchback approach to building a quad, where the guts of it are no better than last year. But what they've done is to put some really fancy lights on it. Yeah, everyone like a bit of bling. You've even seen it, you know, on yeah. the Express RS modules. You know, we've got mm. Beta FPV who are putting in LEDs, so you can light up your crotch when you're flying. RGB crotch lighting. Yeah, you know who who doesn't want their crotch lit up when when they're out in a field? So it it's it is you know we all love a bit of LED. That's the problem, isn't it? I am Everyone's... worried about what that says about Express RS users. <laughs> that the, the demographic that they've decided are we are hobby radio enthusiasts who who want crotch illumination. I feel like I'm in the middle of a tiny. Venn diagram overlap, which is just confusing and insulting. But that's the is world it we live in. Is FPV or is it Express RRS? That's the problem. Because you know, being honest, the the, the Express RRS's community towards Peter FPV isn't exactly um, shining. Is probably the right term to use. You know, um, I think many people's opinion towards Peter FPV isn't exactly the best at times. But I think they're trying. You know, they they take a lot of crap. They're doing something a bit different. 
But they you are know, not afraid to have a go. They do fail a fair bit, but they're not afraid to have a go. And God bless them for that. Yeah, they've. Uh, I try to be a bit more subjective. You know, I know there's some darlings of it. Of you know, you've got Happy Model and and others who are seen as sort of early adopters, and they work with the devs and stuff like that. Um, whereas I think Beta FPV has been okay. They, they've had a lot of problems. I think the biggest complaint with them is they make a product probably not test it and put it into the market and suddenly realize it doesn't work properly and then make a version that works and not recall it. But they do seem to be getting better at this. We've just had the problems with the small chip antenna or the PCB antenna, and they've openly said, look, we've got this wrong. We're going to replace the ones or give you your money back. So that's great to see. They're they're growing up a bit, which is good. They did. They did seem confused. They they asked me the other day after I did the test on their flat antenna. They were confused about why anybody would fly above 150 hertz. It's like why are people doing this? I said, well, they're racers and they think they'll get a big response from that. And they 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 were completely blown out the water on the idea that people would like to do that. And I think hopefully, hopefully it's sort of made them think slightly about really that people. People aren't doing what we think they're doing. Perhaps we should change our minds about stuff. It is interesting isn't it, when, you, when you get the companies talk like that. You know, I, I'll be honest. I'll be upfront. B2FPV have been very good to me on the channel. They've sent me stuff to have a look at. I've never had a problem with them. They've taken feedback. I know the community gets a bit anti with them at times. I does wonder at times how many companies are entering FPV just to make money and I think that's where you've just said the, you know, they're just looking at it going, ah, oh, 150 hertz, that's, that's fine. They, they don't want any more than that. And they almost miss um, what the community wants. And look, I'll be open to the argument of is 150 hertz really any better? That's, that's that placebo effect. You, you could, that goes down the latency route of even HD0 versus DJI and a whole other painful hole we'll never get out of. But... You know, there is an argument to be said of, are we choosing these speeds because it's faster or do they actually bring benefit? And is there mm. really good data to show the benefit? Because what you generally end up with, like was the other day, was JB doing that video. And I thought that was a really good video for anyone who saw it, choosing the different um, modes. And in the end... For, for those who didn't catch the video, I think uh, Ian's referring to a video where... Uh, Stinger Swarm and JB yeah. took turns and they each set their controller's packet rate to either 500 hertz or 50 hertz and they had to guess which was which, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was just interesting. I love stuff like that because you just sit and go, you know, is it placebo? Can they pick it up? Are they noticing a difference? Is that difference actually making a difference? And, you know, we just had the, the full HD Zero race and what's interesting is I'm not actually convinced digital makes racing better for the pilots i think it actually makes it a lot better for the spectators but i'm not convinced there's an out and out element of benefit to the pilot because these it would have been can- interesting to see i think that the hd zero race that we had recently over here in the uk which i think you covered as well yeah there was a, a fair bit of breakup on hd zero but I didn't catch the comparison to analog, and I'm guessing that with analog, that multipathing would have really murdered the image and made it a lot worse than HD zero. Yeah, like I was there for most of the day, but I had to leave before the boys put analog aircraft in the air. They didn't fly analog, so there was no analog on the event. However, what they did do is when I just after 
before I'd, or no, just after I'd left, they'd finished the racing and they put a couple of analog craft in the year. And there's, there's been two different responses. One guy tried a little bit and it was okay. One guy tried it. It was completely unflyable. The, 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 the was, the race would not have gone ahead. So I think it was quite a success. The problem was the live feed setup wasn't perfect. It wasn't optimized. It was done in such a way to cover off rain because the ideal scenario is the boys would have been sitting in the middle of the field, down in the middle of the stadium, away from mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi. It gave torrential rain at 11 a.m. So that wasn't an option. You know, we, we were always compromised on what we were going to do. They set up. In hindsight, I found a better location around the corner, and I think I covered that in the video where I'd gone around the corner, and the, it was a lot better. And actually, the pilots moved to the themselves. If we'd have had the time, the inclination, if we wanted to make it look the best we could have done, you could have spent a day walking around the place with a spectrum analyzer going, okay, we need to be here, and this is going to be best. Um, but yeah, there was some you good learn and learn, right? And it was a good first outing. Like They managed to get the coverage from beginning to end. They didn't go offline. The equipment didn't break, which, you know... No one mentions, like, oh, the quality wasn't perfect, but it didn't break. And a lot of the times you might expect a new set of equipment like HD Zero to just go offline and not show a signal. And it was working all through the day, which is testament to, you know, the fact that they've gotten a long way in just a couple of years on that. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You know, um, I think I, I, the, the, I, I've ended up in this bit of a weird position where i seem to be a bit of the controversial one at times in the last 12 or 14 months and sometimes anything i say gets myself into trouble so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna change but i do you're sorry welcome to let's turn out (laughs) (laughs) but no i mean look hd zero is a very good system is it the answer i don't know it's a proprietary system you've got this bit of a war at the moment of people going dj is evil HD Zero is fantastic. Well, no, they're both proprietary systems. They're both private companies. HD Zero can be as evil as DJI tomorrow. Is DJI even evil? Where does people's perception of DJI being evil come from? You know, it's not open source. And look, we've got the man up here in, in the opposite corner to me who is paving the way forward with what may be the solution, which is open HD. It's not there yet, but it's getting closer and... You know, I've been watching the videos very closely and it's interesting to see the hardware come on. This year, I think, is the real year where we'll, well, hopefully this year, if the chip shortage fixes itself, um, we might see some hardware that really gets us closer. Are you tempted to try open HD yourself? You've probably got the engineering chops to give it a good shot. Yeah, for me, it's been time. I'll be honest, my biggest problem is... As the channel has grown and is finding time to do the real background work before I go to it. Mm. And and this is something I'm even going to change with reviews. I've got myself in a position where I have a real world outside of the channel. You know, I have a full-time job, I have a family, I have kids. I've been lucky in COVID and lockdown that it's meant I've been home most evenings. Um that's starting to change hence i've been away this week so my time is becoming infinitely less and i have to now try and figure out where's the right balance because there's no anyone can pick up a product use it for 10 minutes and say this is the best thing in the world that doesn't help him what you need to be able to do is put content together based on is what your people ask for experience reviews should be about 
experience, mm. how you feel about a product. Now, everyone's entitled to, to agree or disagree with that, but it should be, at the end of the day, a review is an opinion so by you, one. You're, strugg- you're struggling with that reviewer's curse, which is when you become a successful reviewer, people send you more products. And when you then review them, then they send you more products and it takes off like a hockey stick. And before you know it, you don't have any time to review the products and you've got a backlog and it's a struggle. Take the word successful out, and that's probably where I am, right? So, you know, look, it's still a small channel. But, yeah, I've been very lucky. I've had some great companies send me some stuff. I got a bit bit backlogged, which dragged me behind. And then, I'll be honest, I got to the stage of I was very close to giving up reviewing completely in January. I made a decision to just stop doing it because I can't do everything. So what do I do? Do I review a 30-quid module that Peter FPV is saying? I'm going to spend probably 30 hours, if I uh, up to 30 hours, making sure I know what it's doing. I've tested it. I've flown it. Maybe 30 is a bit extreme, but at least five, 10 hours on it to make sure it's doing what it wants. And then go and talk about it for 20 minutes. Is that viable? And in the end, and, and I'd be interested to know what Curry's thoughts are because he'll know what the YouTube ad revenues are like. He'll know what it's, you know, if a review might get 3,000 views. That's great for the company. It's great for the people who want to watch it. But is that the best use of what I can do? And that that's something I'm trying to balance. You know, I am a technical person and perhaps my ability is better elsewhere. And I didn't cover the Zorro for that very reason. I just left the Zorro slide past because I just felt you're going to have 10 channels doing the same thing, all right. saying the same thing. And they all do it on exactly the same day. So a lot of that message, even if you do really detailed coverage, it gets lost in the noise a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and yeah. very good for Radio Master, but not so good for individual channels. Apart from people get to obviously flick around and in the, the, the space of a few hours, they've learned this thing of all opinions and they can make a, they can make a good decision. But yeah, it's just like also... It's another five people that review it all in the same day. Yeah, and I feel because, you know, I I try to watch almost all of the the YouTube channels I've spoke about or talk about. I watch Curry, I watch JB, I watch Blunty. All of these guys I try to watch. But I sat there that day and went, I'm going to have to pick three guys because I'm not going to get through 10 videos. It's not going to happen. I don't know about you guys. I've suddenly really started to use the um the the time 1.5 thing especially on my own content anyone watches my content chuck it on 1.5 i'm way too boring to sit there at normal i'm wondering like for a lot of this stuff it's got to the point where i'm I'm watching maybe 40 minutes worth of content and i'm I'm doing it on youtube but i'm i'm doing it on youtube because that's the way that people can make money out of it and to be honest i'd rather i could read I'd rather see an article with nice diagrams where I didn't have to like pause the video and you know try and zoom in on a little video window. I'd I'd rather just if there was a way I could offer my advertising eyeballs or my Patreon support or something for written articles, I, I'd almost like to go back to to long form editorials about this stuff rather than everything being video. I think it's it's on video because YouTube is a successful platform that yeah. can monetize it. It's not on video because maybe video is the best way to review a radio. 
it's interesting because we've only really got one person in the space who's carrying on with the editorial stuff, which is Oscar, isn't it? He's the only mm. one who's really pushing ahead with the editorial side of it. Into UFPV, by the way. And a few others. Um, it, it's... it's there's, there's a few websites, you know, you've got the news side, you've got Gary SUS News who covers the news, and we've got all the DJI stuff, which is all tripping over each other for click links. I do, I, you know, I spent a long time on RC Groups. I got probably 25,000 plus posts on RC Groups, and I used to do a lot on the blog section, and I used to enjoy that. Anyone who read it will know I can't spell, but um, I used to put quite a bit of stuff on there. And I do miss it, but it, again, is time-consuming. Um, I fell down the YouTube rabbit hole, unfortunately. Um, and I don't really know how to get out. <laughs> That's probably yeah. the right thing. I have to say, a lot of people takes, are echoing these. Th- sorry. I was just going to say, it takes much more effort than you might think to, to write something because you can get away with quite a lot in video and um, that, that people will just pick up an understanding from you talking about it. When you, when you have to write it down, and I, I used to write for, I think I wrote in the end for like five RC magazines before they all obviously went out of business because they're magazines. And that was always way more time consuming than doing videos because I had to make sure that my, my points were all sort of well-made and you know, that had to had the right level of somewhere between like not an idiot, but not a scientist. And then like, like you say, you literally have to do diagrams because you couldn't put video content in and show these things you'd have to make sure that you're showing the right photos and then those photos have to be like publishable um so they have to be all like nicely done and stuff and uh, yeah it's it's very time consuming it, it's much easier in in a lot of ways to do um a review in in video form or mm. or some sort of point of view in video form where you can just do like a talking head video and sort of yeah. wing it a little bit more and people people will accept that there is almost a kind of reductio ad absurdum though where if you go to something that's purely spec-related, like flight controllers. People doing video reviews of a flight controller where they just hold up the board. In some yeah. ways, it would just be nice if there was a list for that, right? Yeah, Instead exactly. Of, yeah. And it, 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 it's tough. You know, I, I'm really bad at the YouTube thing. You know, what people don't realize is I, I'm really bad at it. To, 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 for me to knock out 15 minutes of something can literally be me messing it up for two hours. Now, that's partly because I don't script anything. And that's entirely my own fault. But scripting it takes time. You know, scripting it, you've got to write the script. I'm not very good at reading an auto cue. I have tried. I have tried doing it that way. And, and there are people who've said having a cue actually makes you better at it. I just, I just can't do it. I can't get the pacing right. It's the bit. Is I curry want just a natural at video? Is is it first take every time with with you, curry? Have you not seen all the? If I count, if if you want a good drinking game, watch my video and every time I say um, you'll be <laughs> out of your head by the time we get to the end of it. I was just going to say, Ian, if you got a, like a proper auto cue, because when I have scripted things, I've got one that I need to hopefully record tomorrow about um, one of these prototype boards for OpenHD. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert, 30 mil stack, this big, um, should be good when it comes out. But I haven't got like an auto cue. My camera's like up there when I'm filming. Yeah. And this looks so shifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me doing this, reading my screen and, and, and pointing back up. I'd, I'd love to get a proper auto cue where I can just like, look at me, I'm reading it perfectly and no yeah. one can tell. But I, but I did I buy one. I did buy one. I bought one which goes in front of the camera and it, it's that 
what you call mirror glass. So it goes. Yeah, you've sort of got the, the mirror and it yeah. sort of projects like on a there. And, the goes to and, it, and you just put like. your phone or tablet at the bottom of it. It's all you do. You, you have an app on your phone or tablet. And I sold it because I tried it. And my problem is I talk so much crap or I'll go off on a tangent and the bit I need is gone. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, God, I, I need. So, but I, I know most of what I'm talking about. You know, I've, I'm one of these people that if someone said to me, threw me in a room and said, right, talk about the cube or go and talk about this, I, I can I could spiel off an hour. That, that I'm just lucky I retain information. I'm like a water bucket. What, what I read goes in and, and that's it. So for me, the audio cube was only really bringing, um, probably the right term is consistency. If I, I wrote it mean? that way, it would bring it in that way. But I never got used to it. I just mm. never got used to it. So I, I just wing it. And that's why my videos are, A, normally quite long, B, quite bad, and I've always missed something I wanted to talk about until I finished no, the I think you're now. very, very factual. You're one of the few people that actually puts things under the microscope, literally. It's not – that's unusual. Yeah. I've tried to do a bit this year. You know, I, I, I got I – and I'd love to know why Curry does it because, see, I'm in this weird position. I still don't know why I do this. <laughs> I, I honestly, genuinely don't know. Right. It's clearly for the millionaire lifestyle that it's we all the, need. It's the shell, you know, okay, it's the paycheck from DJ every month, obviously. You know, that helps pay for the Lamborghini. Um, Gold slippers just out of shot. Yeah, you know, the the what people don't always realise is the pressure that comes with it. You know, you get a product turn up to the company emails you last week. They say, oh, we're going to send you something. The product turns up on a Monday. Monday afternoon, you've had the email. Oh, we've seen you've had the product. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to receiving your review. Wednesday, oh, do you know when your review's going live? Do you know? And you just <sighs> give me five minutes to play with this, will you? And that's why I put out that thing about, I put out a set of conditions, how I'm going to do reviews now, because I just got fed up of companies harassing me um but it, it, it takes a lot of time i was probably i do most weeks probably 40 50 hours in here on stuff i, I think i think you make a good point and i i watched your video about like you know things are changing like i think was it was it dji sort of removed their yes. affiliate scheme and you you were talking about like can can we go on like this because at the end of the day it takes a lot of time and like well, I, I say I do this full time, which is another way of saying I don't do proper work anymore. <laughs> but full full time for me means I'm I'm spending sort of hours on it per day, but not full day because I I still got things to do in the house and and like uh, children to look after and all the housework and meals to prepare. That's that's me as a house husband. But quite it it, it makes a really good point about why we do this because. Right now, YouTube ad revenue on, and I mean, in have similar uh, size channels, yours is yeah. right down there, slightly bigger than mine. But the the money that comes in from the advertising is uh, peanuts. It, it doesn't it doesn't get to free figures every month, uh, and we're talking it barely breaks a hundred dollars if I'm if I'm having a good month. Yeah. The affiliate stuff has, has seemed to have completely dried up. When I was Many years ago, when I started doing this, and I had like three thousand subscribers, I was making like sometimes five hundred, six hundred pounds a month out of affiliates, and now I'm making thirty pounds a month because there's 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 nothing there. So I much prefer if we if we sort of enter the situation in well, we're not really making money out of it. And fortunately, I don't 
I, it's not like I'm independently wealthy. I, I just make my wife work. It, it's not like I have to make the money from it. So if I don't have to make the money from it, then if someone wants to send me a review piece and it's not interesting or it's not something I want to look at, then the answer is no, because I'd much prefer to find something interesting. Like well, me and Steve were just talking about the, the VRX backpack, which is... Um, from a from a friend who runs an FPV store and it costs five pounds and there's no affiliate links, but it was a really interesting thing to play with, or the like the PWM thing, or playing with OpenHD because yeah. it's just it's interesting. And I mean, that has a slight knock on effect of increasing my my tiny revenue by a tiny bit in YouTube numbers, but does nothing else. But it's kind of like well, if if we can't make a proper living out of this, then we might as well just have fun with it. And, yeah. But why I do it, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just attention-seeking in my own age or something. And that's that's something. the genuine thing, isn't it? It's, it's why, you know. And look, I've said on the channel many times, look, I, I, this, the, the income I get from the channel does has nothing to do. I have a I, I have a work life completely away from this, which I don't talk about on purpose, but it exists. I have a fairly well-paid job. It's You're that a dr- drug dealer. I'm a drug dealer, right? I peddle chips sm sm32s at the moment is the highest profit pedal them you know outside of the jacket um but it's yeah i have a job so every penny that comes into the channel pays for the channel so what the income has allowed me to do is buy all new equipment last two years i've spent about five grand on cameras the the, I've, i've as you guys have seen the channel has tidied up and that is as a result of the income I bought a sit-stand desk. I bought the ATEM Mini, a couple of extra cameras. So it allowed me to, to, to make the channel suddenly look very tidy. And, I, and actually, a comment, uh, one of the ones I really liked, I took to heart, was JB said how nice it looked one day. Just a little thing, and it's like someone noticed who does this. Do you know what I mean? Who does it as well? And so I, that's what it But if it stops tomorrow... I can stop because I don't pay my mortgage with this. And I have a couple of times thought, why am I doing 50 hours a week in here alongside a full-time job, alongside wife and kids? I got in a bit of a mess towards the end of the year where I had so much backed up. I said, this is out of control. And I said, I promised my wife it would change. And it has because I've just finished finishing reviewing the last product I have to review. So there is nothing in the pipeline. I now will dictate if something goes in that pipeline or not. And it, whether I will review something ever again, I don't know. It, it's going to have to be something I want to review. But I, what I want to get back to is playing with the stuff like Curry is because what I found is um, everything else is taking away from what I do best. And that is the hardware and understanding the hardware because that is my natural. I'm a hardware engineer. That's what I am by trade, you know. So you're going to take a breather and refocus. Now you've got all these options laid out instead of just doing everything. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might even quit. I haven't decided. <laughs> That's the genuine thing. Uh, no, I, 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 what I've got to try and understand is what I want from this in five years' time. Because I don't do this to get 10,000 subs, 20,000 subs, 30,000 subs. I do it to try. The goal was always, can you help someone? So if I know something someone else doesn't, can I present that information to make their day better? Yeah. One of my most popular videos is on, it's on a receiver with the cable isn't wired properly. 
it's that simple that it's a it's a standard RC cable, um, you know, a servo cable. But the cable they provide in it is not for the servo; it's for updating the firmware, and it's wired differently. And one of the most no. popular videos is "Don't try to update with this cable. Don't try to use this cable; it won't work." Do you know what I mean? And it, it's the amount of people who've gone. Yeah. You know what? I spent three days messing around with this until I saw this video, and that's what I love. You know, you've got a problem. You type it into YouTube. And someone's had that pain, and they 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 to help you. And Years that- ago, I wanted to do a podcast to try and just help people fix their gadgets and electronics, and just to kind of learn the basics, like how to use a multimeter, how to f- fix little network problems that most people don't know about. And um, it was really hard to get. I, mean, th- I think people would have saved a bunch of money, but unless you have some like catchy tagline, it's really hard to. Um, to get it out there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard. And, and and what I don't know is what I want from this. Because at the end of the day, and Curry made a real good point. Okay, we're all material girls in a material world. So none of us should be afraid to talk about money. I was for a very long time. But now I don't care. I will talk about money. So, you know, I can't make this channel work without money. It's really simple. Because I can't go and buy a £2,000 drone because I don't own a Ferrari and I don't have a... Mm foreign bank style lifestyle you know so if someone wants me to review something i either have to get it from the budget that comes into the channel i may want it myself or i'm going to sit there and say actually if you want me to do this you're going to have to stump up and that's not a bad people get a bit ooh, he wants money you know it's a bit like the gofundme territory but it there's a point where you have to start going okay am i providing a service or am i just doing this laughs or kicks and it, and it is a fine balance you know it's like the mavic i wasn't involved with the mavic 3 because i can't afford to spend two thousand pounds on a drone that will net me about 72 pounds in youtube ad revenue over over 12 months you know the logic isn't there and as curry said the old affiliate scheme would have made that possible this episode was recorded in front of a live online audience downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only Censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. You're quite the electronics whiz. If you were to go up there and ask for money, would you would you ever want to make a, a gadget or anything? Is there anything that you'd actually want to like say, okay, you give me money, well, I'm making this token really useful thing? Uh, what, for FPV or just anything? Well, for FPV predominantly, yeah. yeah. It's hard because there's so much done in FPV. Uh, there's some, you know, what I'd love, you know, there's two things I'm missing in FPV right now is an open, open source HD system, which will be end user, and we're getting it. That, that's happening. It's going to happen. OpenHD is the leader in that. All that's holding it back is the hardware right now. That's it. It's the hardware, and the hardware's come in. That's, that's the world. Now, that doesn't mean someone else will come along, won't come along as well, but that open in video, in digital. Then the problem with FPV, it's a race to the bottom. Everyone's trying to sell you something for as little as possible, and the second you do anything good, the Chinese will come across and do it at a quarter of the cost. Not make it work properly, but they'll do it at a quarter of the cost. Mm. It's I don't know. I've just done the ruler, which is which has been a big project. I'm really bad at finishing things. That's my problem. I'm re- I start loads. Oh of yeah, stuff. I forgot you were doing the 
Yeah, the ruler with all the useful bits and bobs on it. I remember. Yeah, it, it, it's done. It, I've had the first batch in. I'm not happy with them. Overall, the quality of the second batch wasn't what it should have been. There were so many mistakes in the first one. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, but, were you but, recommending people run like 3600 KV on 6S or something? Was that? Yeah, there was just a couple of mistakes all over the place. Spelling, various things. And, and the worst thing is, there was about 12 people looked over it and went, yeah, that looks fine. And then everyone started going, whoa, 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 wait a minute that's not right and then that's not right and there was even one we found literally like five minutes before i was hitting the reorder button and someone messaged me and went we've missed this and i just went how how has no one seen that it was so obvious it was the i reversed the pin out to the dje unit oops and it was just genuinely i put it on the desk upside down because it wouldn't sit up the other way and as i was writing it to make sure it was right i was just looking at it backwards that, that, that's Every single time I wire one of those, I go searching and I find Oscar Lang's DJI pinout. Yeah. Every single time, because their documentation is so poopy that DJI seems unable to come top of the search results. Like iFlight and everyone else, you search for their flight controllers, you'll get the pinout. DJI, no, not a chance. It's never a DJI doc. It's always Oscar. It's always Oscar. Yeah, I, I've got to make more of an effort to the projects this year. That's what I have to do. You know, for me... I have to make more of an effort on that this year to get some of the Pilot stuff finished. Um, I might start taking a look at Open HD, but again, when you've got the amazing work Curry's doing, why would I want to get in the middle of that? In some ways, I almost look at things... More spectacular that, crashes, in. Well, I'll set it on fire. That's inevitable. <laughs> I mean, that, what, I think what's there's a like 10,000 views right there. <laughs> What what is a little bit unfair about it's it's like I'm I suppose the biggest channel looking at Open HD, but if you look at the guys that have been doing it for a while, who are yeah. so much more slicker and so much more better than doing it than me, uh, I, I I really do struggle to say look at me. It's like no, look at these guys because they're actually doing it right. I, I was wondering you how how your though. how your channel started and and what you were saying there about helping people out because mine started. When I was starting to fly FPV, I was I was flying my my tricopter, which is there on the wall in a bunch of sticks. And every time I went out to fly, I crashed it. And I so I'd put the video on YouTube, and then I would ask the, the forum at the time, back back when forums were going, what happened. And as I got better, it started getting okay. And then I I started finding like problems using bits, and so I'd I'd put a video up saying this is this is a problem I found. If you get this. Here's how to fix it. And I started off doing just titles and then that got too much. And then it's voiceover and that became me sitting in front of a, a camera talking about stuff. How, how did it, how did you start your channel? Well, believe it or not, the first ever video on my channel was FPV related because it's quite funny. I've had a few people this year say, oh, you've pivoted into FPV. I said, no, I actually started in FPV. I pivoted out of it very quickly, but I did a lot of it in the background. But it started, um, I, I've been around an RC groups a very long time. I, and I'd been involved with various things, and including beta testing with DJI. Um, I, I I was around long enough that they, in the old days when DJI was small, you had some active people on groups like RC groups and others, and they used to just send you stuff to try. They, you know, this was when DJI was the little company, the NASAs, the motor packs. Remember when they used to do a lot of parts? So I used to do quite a bit with them, and then. I sort of did a lot more nasty groups and I got to the stage of thinking, oh, I'll start making a bit of content, a video about this. So I made a video about 
um, the Mavic, uh, sorry, the, the first Phantom 3, and the content was just helpful. So this is the battery. And what you used to see on all of the forums was people post the same questions time and time again. Because the problem with the forum is it format is really bad at finding information, isn't it? You know, you'll get, why does my battery do this? That might be in a 10,000 post thread a hundred times. Yeah. You often say to people, can you go try search? It'll come up. But you end up saying the same thing time and time again. So the idea of the video started as, look, this is what the DJI battery does. It has a self-discharge circuit. It will just self-discharge itself after four days. If you press this button, it'll stop it discharging. Look after it, but don't leave it fully charged. Because this was all stuff we knew as RC guys. But it, it was a consumer product. And it wasn't like a laptop consumer product that would look after itself. You did still need to look after the batteries a little bit. And that, that's how it started. And it was with the DJI stuff predominantly. And for many years, it was all DJI content. And it wasn't that I was doing other stuff, but that's where I was getting the views. And I was part of the DJI affiliate scheme. And I did okay out of that. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. It allowed me to keep buying the new models. I didn't make a lot of money, but it was didn't just... They, didn't changed. they change something a while back yeah. so that you could only spend your DJI yeah. credits in the DJI store or something? Yeah, well, I always did anyway, because for me, it wasn't... A lot of people could have the money out in cash, and I had the option of that, um, but I never chose it. Because for me, it was about, I get enough income that I can sell the product I've got buy the next one, and it covers the difference between the sale and the new cost. So I was never paying out of my pocket. But I was lucky. I beta tested for them. And then I ended up actually helping them run their Facebook groups for two years. I was one of the main admin on social media. Um, but that all fell apart, and, and DJI went through some massive changes. But for me, it was always about trying to provide people info. Can we just uh, just you skipped over the DJI falling apart and everything changing? But what was that? Size. Um, they grew very very quickly. They became like a retail brand instead of a hobbyist they brand. At some also, point they changed how they did everything. So they went from dealing with people individually to then I was involved with some people, and then I, I ended up one day being asked, "Look, come and have a. Would you fancy helping us out on Facebook?" I ended up being the only non-staff admin, not moderator. I had full admin rights over. I always say this is quite one of my funniest little sort of paint of fames. I had the ability to delete their social media presence, yet I never worked for them. Now, they must have been insane to do that because anyone in their right mind who owns a business, you'd never give someone who's basically doing it for free as a hobbyist the ability to remove your entire, entire social media profile. But I could because I was an admin. I wasn't moderator. I created half the groups. Um, but it, it all become too much. It, it all become crazy. I had DJI, and I was never paid. I will openly say I did it. And, and this is the genuine reason I did it, because I got the CBN the curtain. It helped the channel because I had the info before everyone else. I'd never break an NDA, but I was able on launch day to be able to to talk about stuff in a way other people couldn't because you had all of them as KOLs. I wasn't a KOL. For people who don't ask key, that's basically the people they give products to, to Casey Naysats or all of those types of folks. Um, I wasn't. I was support. But I'd already seen it. Sometimes they'd send it to me for free to have a look at. Sometimes I got to keep it. Sometimes I didn't. That, that was the way it was. But it all became too much. And I fell out with some people, as I always tend to. And in the end... I thought it went, 
I'll be honest, the tipping point was the FPV drone. I don't know if I spoke about this on here, but it was the FPV drone. That was the tipping point because more. Um, because I was asked, I left and I went back and I was told, you know, it was really simple for me. If you want me to support users with this product, I need to see it before launch day. And it was all, yeah, 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 yeah. And a week before launch, they said, you won't be having one. So I just went, bye. Because I can't support a product I don't know how to use. Mm. I can't say to a user. There was a lot going on with that one as well. Yeah, yeah, it it was a bloody mess. But that was was the final quit. Um, But I, and I also decided I need to make an effort on the channel because the channel was on like 10,000, 8,000 subscribers for years. It never went anywhere. It was getting nowhere. It really wasn't, you know. Should have had a live stream where you deleted their social media presence. That would have... uh... (laughs) No, they were very good fireworks they were very good to me over the years you know and i've got no complaints with the staff probably most of the ones i know aren't they now Gen- genuinely you know they were never bad to me but you know i'm probably still under nda and i'm under about 500 ndas for a lot of it but come after me um it's it was it they were good to me but it, they also got a lot out of me you know what they got was a free technical support person who was able to help people through some of the more complex issues. And that's how they used to do it. They used to basically get free technical support by feeding people a, 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 a free product here or there. Do you know what I mean? You know, it wasn't about promotion. It was about helping people. And that's how they did it. Do you think they're still on the ascendancy after the FPV drone and everything else? No, they're a very different company today. They've lost their way. You know, I will openly say they've lost. Because I'm seeing lost... iteration. I'm not seeing innovation from them yeah. since the FPV system. They, they they had a massive growing period and it was insane. They grew at a level unlike any business I've seen in a long time. And mm. that was always, that balloon was always going to pop. They um, seem to have ended up on the wrong side of the American government, which is denying them a lot of revenue avenues that, you know, government contracts and the like that others are going to be snapping up, I'm sure. They made some mistakes with that. They could have done something really simple. And I've, I've said this before is they could have opened a factory in the US. That's mm. all they had to do. Instead, of DJI's biggest problem is, and they should be a proud Chinese company because they are a Chinese company and they sh- they have nothing to apologize for on that, regardless mm-hmm. of what some Americans will say. I will always defend, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a proud yeah. Chinese company. But what they needed to do was appease the American government and what right. they probably should have done is put a factory in the US with custom software for the US. And, and I just- don't think people realize what it, like means to be a Chinese company like over a certain size, you need to have communist party representation on the board of the company. And that's just a government mandate. There's no kind yeah, of, Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to rebel. No, you just don't get a choice. No. And they're not the company they were, you know, they're, but they're much bigger. And, you know, I've, I've had dealings with the guys the last time they were swearing at me, I'd upset them, which I, I they're good people. They've never been anything but friendly or good even when I've caused them some real pain, like I did over the FPV system, the message was, hey, asshole, um, we see, we've seen it, we take it on board, there'll be a firmware fix in four days. And, and they did, you know. And, mm-hmm. But I, I'll be honest, I knew what I was doing with that. But no one's holding their breath for, like, the next version of OcuSync at this point in time, are they? It's doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like they're going to carry on like reselling the same product in slightly different clothes for a while yet. Yeah, I don't know where it'll go. I, I genuinely don't. There, there are... I saw your take on the new Bavic Cine, right? And yeah. the, the, it was kind of like, yeah, same as the old one. It's got a sticker on it, longer yeah. arms, not great. 
Yeah, and it and it really isn't a good buy because of the money. And and I try to put my genuine thoughts on it, and that that is what I feel. That's why I don't own one. And I I think if you watch, very few would have watched to the right to the end, you know. And I think I said, do I want one? Yes. Would I like one? Yes. Do I need one? Not really. Yeah. And that's the problem with half this gear. And it's like motorbikes. Anyone who has motorbikes, you always want five. But you've got law of diminishing returns. Curry was just saying, oh, yeah, I'd post these videos of this kind of madly oscillating thing, barely making its way across a field. And now you're kind of arguing, oh, is there a little bit of prop wash? Am I getting a clear 4K image? Is my 12 times zoom working properly? Uh, it's the diminishing returns at this point, which means the competition is able to get closer and closer to, to them. And and yeah. they're able to do less and less unless they put exponentially more money into the problem. And, and look, and it makes me laugh. I had someone had a right go at me on that video. There's a post and they saying, ah, you are wrong. The image quality is substantially better. Look, I'm a camera guy. I've got, I'm lucky I've got full frames. I've got MFTs. I've got all sorts of cameras. The image isn't substantially better between any of them. There's only one camera I've ever picked up and it blew me away in the difference, and that was the GFX 100, which is the 100 megapixel Fujifilm. And I, 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 got, uh, I did a bit of a shooting session with some models on that, and I, I fell in love. You know when you just find something in your hand? The, the, it's, they always say the tool doesn't make you better. That did. That was the first time. It just, mm. you hit the button, it took an image, and it was like, just look at that. As long as you got the person somewhere in the image, it looked great, you know. But the reality is the Mavic 3, the Inspire 2, they're all, it's, it's millimeters of difference between the image quality on all these. Are you three. tempted to jump on the whole Cine Lifter bandwagon? I noticed uh, Bloods has started to take apart Blackmagic Pocket 4Ks and this trend is spreading, you know, to get those really good quality cameras and put them on drone instead of have something with even in the case of the really expensive DJI stuff, it's fairly compromised optics. It's not a professional lens. But to have something with a professional lens and put it on a freestyle quad. a great pilot. That's the genuine truth. That the, the biggest, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm Bardwell or Curry or anyone. I don't have enough stick time under me in the last six months. My last few flying trips have clearly to myself shown that, you know, you know, you get under the sticks, you think, Oh, I am all over the place. I'm okay. I can throw an aircraft around. I can move it around a building. I can do this. I'm not a particularly great pilot. I'm not going to pretend I am. If I spent probably a hundred hours back on the sim and then actually got out, you know, it's like anything. Practice makes perfect. But I mean, uh, just to get a, a good camera and be able to move yeah. it around, I'm not saying to be able to do like loads of freaking oh, power you mean, just snap to be, rolls. Yeah, and, but just to actually get that camera in the air and know that you can hold it smoothly and do yeah. bump-free forward flight with a really good camera. It's funny, I was watching, I don't know, did anyone see the Formula Extreme that was on a couple of weeks ago on ITV? There was It was that electric buggy racing in the desert and they had quads following mm. the buggies on that and i think they must have had a couple of cine lifters there because they were live streaming some pretty good image quality so i don't know what they were using but it, it they must have been some good that wasn't the one where the quad hit a helicopter was it i didn't see it no i didn't watch all of it there was on itv i just drove through and i walked through the house i was like what's this there was some That's desert something. racing recently where a, a quad pilot managed to somehow miss the fact there was a helicopter there and just went bang into the side of a heli yeah, it might have been. I, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. I I haven't really thought about it 
I know, I, you know, I know you've got Quad Labs who does a lot on that side of things, uh, on the building side, and you know, there's loads of people um, sort of looking at it now, isn't it? It's becoming very, very big, you know, isn't it? I suppose it's it's how long before the GoPros get that good? That's the problem. I guess it's it? acknowledging that there's this. I don't know how, how much is a GoPro Hero Ten is about four four hundred ish to five hundred that kind of range depending on what accessories you get with it. And then one minute view time up. for a YouTuber. One minute's view time for a YouTuber. We measure everything in how much money YouTubers make. Gold slippers, <laughs> just off camera. I, I suppose. Um, I mean, personally, I I'm worried enough flying on a GoPro because I was like, oh, if I crash this, it will hurt my GoPro, and that'd be bad. Let alone like a little black magic camera. But in terms of professional filming, um, money aside, I suppose you can you know you can smash a couple of those up for how much it is for a helicopter for a day. So it's sort of inevitable that the the higher yeah. quality cameras are going to get there. It's just a case of and you get a lot less vibration. You you need yeah. a lot of extra fancy gear if you put a camera on a helicopter. Forget about quad vibrations. Like there's a lot of it's a lot of oh, yeah, the helicopter stuff. So those those they're like uh, special. What's the stuff? Yeah, the yeah. liquid. There's a company who makes things. most of them, isn't it? It's like one company that has the whole industry tied up as well. You see them on the Formula One. You see them on all of them, don't you? Yeah. So I guess if you're going for a job, you can undercut the price of a heli pretty effectively if you can only lift something with a decent lens. Yeah, the, the way the cameras, you know, we've got the new GH6, which has arrived, which is pushing things again. You know, it's not red territory or any of them, but it, it's certainly um, getting better. It's certainly an interesting market. It, it really is. It isn't something I've explored a lot of. Um, you know, I've got really, I've really enjoyed FPV again in the last 12 months. Part of it is it's affordable as well, and I think what's what's really hurt the camera drone market is it's just become out of reach now. You know, two grand is a good used car now. Well, it was before COVID. Um, you get a wheel for your car now, um, but yeah, it, it you know two grand used to be a good used car. Now it's a plastic drone, and 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 it's getting silly that side of it you know mm. uh, it really is but you can also capture a lot with something like a cadex peanut some yeah. some of the more modest offerings are, are getting to the point where and a lot of people do just post on instagram a lot of people are you know not even treating youtube as their primary source they want to put a couple of shots on instagram where you know instagram or facebook you can't really do high quality video you're, you're always going to have kind of 720p playback anyway yeah, it's it's weird. I've not really. I, I I keep trying to get into the Instagram world, but I fail rapidly. Um, I just forget to do it. Um, it's weird, isn't it? You you can do too many things as well. And 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 I'll say that there's some some fantastic people in this. You know, the drone YouTube space who do this really well. You know, I've been privileged to meet, talk to many of the guys in this and i always find it amazing how we all sort of orbit each other in some ways but we all do our own thing and, and it, it's hard i found to do everything and you know i think the benchmark is uh, i'm not saying jb is the best but jb is almost the benchmark of what you can achieve as a channel you know he is for the most part one of the biggest in fpv if not the biggest I'm not saying he, he you can't do it better because I think there's a few people who, who think they can and, and I'm interested to see what they can do. But, you know, if, if FPV is estimated to be about 750,000 active pilots, between 750 and a million, 
there is a ceiling to this little world we're in. And I don't know how... There's only so much market out there to take market share. Yeah. And, you know, you're seeing it with, like, Radio Master. You know, they played a real clever move. Did you get a sign, Curry? Did you get one? Did you get a sign? You didn't get the The, sign? The first thing I got from Radio Master was the Zorro. And I think I only got that because... One of the people that used to work to BFPV moved to Radio Master and then contacted me and said, do you want a Zorro? I was like, okay. But no, I didn't get the sign. I saw, I saw all those signs posted all over the place. Yeah, like, I, great thanks to... I was like, where's my sign? <laughs> well, I made, I made a live stream. I said, where's my sign, Radio Master? Havel has um, his in shop, but it's backwards. He's just yeah. left it in shop, but the wrong way around now. I did. And it's a genius move. A genius move. Because you look at half of the YouTube channels now, right? There's a Radio Master sign in the background. Um, They're lucky they didn't send it to me because I'd have probably marked out some colours to spell something else just to try and wind (laughs) them up. But I don't deal with Radio Master. I I have been speaking to them. Um, I reached out to them. And something I've started to do is reach out to some companies I'd like to work with on something. You know, I'm not going to be afraid to do that. I wouldn't mind looking at the Zorro, but I don't know what to, I don't know what I could bring to the table on it. That's the problem. What, what about gyro flow? As you're such a camera guy, and you understand optics and distortion from lenses, and you understand, you know, mathematics, you could probably do a really good. Yeah, job but we've got a guy who does that really well, anyway. You know, right. you know, the, the problem is uh, the the bit I sort of come to is why do the same thing as someone else is doing? And I have yeah. fallen into this trap. Uh, you know, I'm going to openly admit it. Reviews is that. But why try to do the same thing? And that's why I've tried to bring in a bit of the other stuff on the reviews. On all the reviews now, it goes under the microscope to try and just, let's look at something different. Um, let's try to offer something people won't get anywhere else. Because otherwise, you're just watching the same thing. And, and I, I watch a lot of YouTube. I only watch YouTube, actually. I don't really watch TV. I watch. It does a lot more than just looking at the quality control stickers. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's the other choice. Has it got a QC pass sticker? Oh yeah, must must be well made then. Got the QC pass sticker. Yeah, you know. What um, what, what do you want to be doing? I don't know. That's the problem. That's I, the yeah. That's like, the real. You know, I I love the channel. I love doing it. But I suppose I've also it's grown so much in two years. You know, we've gained fifteen thousand subs in two years. Which compared to, you know, I spent five years at 10,000, getting up to 10,000 and then put 15,000 on in, in, in just under two years. And that was because I consciously made an effort. I actually thought, you know what? I better learn how YouTube actually works. Uh, you know, oh my God, you've actually got to put a thumbnail, which isn't a piece of timber, right? Okay, I need a thumbnail to look like something. And, and clickbait comes along the way, and I try to avoid it, but the reality is you've got to do it. You've got to ask for subs. It we is have a-, a thumbnail face-off between Curry and Ian now, like to show us <laughs> your best thumbnail faces. I said I've only got the three faces. <laughs> I've got, my, my general product thing is now hold product up or look, <laughs> look confused and thoughtful about product. Hmm. Uh, and I can't remember the other ones. It's normally I, I used to just shoot like uh, you know a decent quality photo of it, um, but recently I've like aside from those being boring, I'm not trying to actively like say like oh, I'm trying to make my thumbnails more exciting. A lot of the time I'm like I can't be asked to shoot a photo of a flight controller. I'm just going to go fly it. 
And I've had a fly of it, and I'm walking back. I was like, okay, that's good. I got the stuff for the video. And I was like, fun now. What should I do? Uh, one of yours where it looked like you'd found a piece of dog poo on your shoe, and it was just like the most <laughs> face. I would spend yeah. my time trying to make stuff look like a penis. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is, the background up there, I never realised that, for those who watch regularly, I got oscilloscopes over there, and I hung all of the um, the leads up, and I, they're not on a nail, because I didn't want, because they're actually coaxes, and they they have impedance, so I didn't want them to bend too much. There's a piece of tape, a roller tape, so they go over a nice arc, but it looks like a giant cock in the back corner, so whenever the channel's live, it just, just looks, someone was on one, and they just went, can you explain to me why there's a giant penis in the back corner of your room? It is. And I spent something I have done the last six months. I spent a massive amount of time listening and reading about YouTube. And I've learned so much in the last six months. And it does work. If you make a bit of effort, like thumbnails should be the first thing you do. That's the rule number one. And it isn't. It's the last thing. I Thank do. you, I've Cole. Finished the video. You Thank know. you. Cole's been doing outstanding work on our thumbnails. Yeah. Is he? If, it's, you, it's, if you need to outsource someone for your Instagram, he is available. If you have a beauty portrait shot that you could send Cole, we can put your face on the show. <laughs> nice. A beauty, there's no beauty shot. He tried to he tried to trim bits from your videos, but he had trouble masking you. Apparently. All oh, right. Okay. I'll need to. Doing um, great yeah. work. I'd love to be able to hire an editor. It would free up so much time. I just don't make enough money. You know, I right. don't know how people do well, it. Well, the exchange rate's pretty good. He's in Canada, so you Is might it? be able to afford him. It, yeah, it, we just ship him gravy every now and then. He does the fries himself. It's beautiful right yeah. it, it, it It's hard, you know, because, okay, something people don't realize is, you know, I do, I'm carrying you, I'm, I'm guessing it's the same. We do everything. So you have to sit there and think about what you're going to do. You then spend a, a week talking about it because you keep messing it up. Then you actually edit it. Then you've got to try the product. You know, you went, there's so many hats to this. You know, your marketing, your you're dealing with people's emails, you're applying to stuff, you're on forums, you're on Facebook groups, live streams, you're doing it. It's insane how much work. You become almost a full media entity. Everything you do is around it. It's, you learn a huge amount. And, and I'm really bad at it. I'm still not good at it. I'm trying to get better all of the time. I'm trying to... I don't know what the end game is. Will the, I, I can't imagine giving up a job to do this full time. That would that would horrify me to think. Are you worried life. that if it becomes a job, it stops being fun? I hit that point at the end of last year. So mm. I know how that feels. When everything got, I had 10 videos of people saying, you know, oh, we've sent you the product. Where is it? We're going to talk about it. This, that. That happened last year. And I know how that feels now. So that's not a fun place to be. And... I've had to learn a bit from that and change what I do as a result of that. I think the scary thing is, could I pay my mortgage? And I can't imagine for one minute relying on YouTube. The scary thought of some guy in America just goes, ah, we're going to change that policy. Over. Because that yeah, happens. It's, it's okay if your mortgage is like 50 quid a month, but any more <laughs> yeah. than that, it's a bit of a risk, I think. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. It would scare me, you know. Um, you need to d diversify, right, and, and get that Patreon base really solid. Patreon, yeah. And I, ha I, I was actually a bit shocked. I went on, and I'm, I'll be honest, I need to apologize to all my Patreons because I'm really bad. I need to message them more. I need to talk to them more. I need to say how great they are because they're amazing folks who support me all the time. But I was actually shocked how many I had. 
you know, I keep an eye on it, but I sort of went on the other day and went, oh my God, we're actually, wow. Uh, you I know, mean, uh, you know, it's grown We massive. would be without Patreon. Massive because, thanks to our Patreons yeah, for like, voting with their wallets and being fantastic. Like, people. yeah, like as soon as we don't get enough money to like pay the editor, um, like the pay for the stream yard and the website yeah. and we, we we haven't paid the website like so eventually what will happen is there won't be enough to like edit it and that's it we're done you it's, know it's hard isn't it? and it, it's, it, not, it's, it's not, not easy it's not and i i have pushed patreon a lot and i've had a massive benefit from that and that started to be you know i could pay a 50 pound a month mortgage off it and, a, and and probably pay a little bit of the electric bill, you know, and and that's suddenly okay. This is something that could happen. You've got to diversify. You've got to, as part of the reason I've done the the PCB was to try and bring in money. The other element I've suddenly realised on the PCB is the labour involved has hit me hard. <laughs> um, just dealing with okay, so if I've produced these, I've got to wrap them, label them, post them. I, I think I posted 10 and it took me like three hours and I can't do that all the time. You know, I've even just realized that's not viable. I couldn't, that's three hours. I'm not with my kids or three hours, not on the channel. Cause that something is taken from somewhere else in it. Everything you're always yeah, robbing people. Yeah. Paul. That's the problem. There's, it's a finite sum game. Like yeah. there's mm. only so much time to go around. Absolutely. Right. We got to, we got to cut it there. You've been listening to Electro now. Massive, massive shout out to uh all our patreons we we love you guys you guys are the best the only reason this show happens every week uh you've been joined by everyone's favorite curry kitten goodbye uh belrick steven he forgot to send the email sorry but thank you ian for turning up you're a star cheers uh, ian from mad tech okay. it is it is an absolute pleasure Thank you. And I've been bright until I fly. Thank you, guys. Good night. Telemetry lost.